a focus summary of Act 3, Part 1 of A Doll's House. As Christine sits at a table, idly turning the pages in a book, she hears the approaching steps of Krogstad and goes to the door to let him in. He asks the reason for her summons, and she says that they have a lot to talk about. In the conversation that follows, we learn that Christine and Krogstad were once in love, but because he didn't have the means to support her, her mother, and her brothers, she had to break with him and marry someone else. Krogstad tells her that when he lost her, it was as if the solid ground had been pulled out from under his feet, and she replies that help may be near. She describes them both as shipwrecked people clinging to wreckage, he with his tarnished reputation, and she with nothing to work for and no one to love. She says that two on the same piece of wreckage would stand a better chance than each on their own, and she suggests that they join forces. In disbelief at her proposal, Krogstad questions Christine about whether she knows of his past, knows what people think of him, knows what he has done to the Helmers. When she says that she knows all, and that with him she has the courage to dare anything, he becomes convinced she is sincere, and he takes her hands in enraptured gratitude. Hearing the notes of the Tarantella in the room above, Christine urges Krogstad to go before the Helmers return from the dance, but, feeling himself saved, Krogstad has a generous impulse to stay and ask Torvald for his letter back. In a surprising twist, given that she had written to him for just that purpose, Christine tells him that he must not recall his letter. She has decided that the secret between Nora and Torvald must be disclosed, and that they must have a complete understanding between them. He agrees, but he says there is still one thing he must do. Krogstad goes out, and as Christine prepares to follow, Helmer comes in, dragging Nora behind him while she pleads for just an hour more. Finding Christine there, Torvald greets her and begins boasting of how charming and pretty Nora was, and how successful her performance of the Tarantella. For a moment, he leaves Christine and Nora alone in the room, and Christine says in a whisper that Nora must tell her husband everything. Nora refuses, and she says expressionlessly that she knows now what she must do. As Helmer comes back in, Christine goes out, and Torvald declares how happy he is to be rid of that frightful bore of a woman. His mannerisms, and his reflection on the party's excellent champagne, tells us that he is a little tipsy. He begins making amorous advances on Nora, who, consumed with an unspoken terror over her impending death, pushes him away and tells him he must leave her alone. In the midst of Torvald's expression of incredulity and indignation at being rebuffed by his own wife, there is a knock on the door. Helmer opens it to discover Dr. Rank. Rank and Nora have a veiled conversation in which he makes clear to her, without Torvald catching on, that his death is imminent. While sparing Torvald the ugly scene he wouldn't want a part of, Rank has come to the Helmers to say his surreptitious goodbyes. As he goes out, Nora tells him meaningfully to sleep well, and with a meaning he could not comprehend, she asks him to wish her the same. After Rank leaves, Torvald takes the keys from his pocket and makes his way toward the letterbox, where he finds that someone has been at the lock with a hairpin and concludes that it must have been the children. 
The first thing he finds is the card from Dr. Rank with a cross over his name. And when he observes uncomfortably that it looks as if Rank were announcing his own death, Nora confesses that indeed that's exactly what he is doing. As Torvald then muses about the effects of losing a loved one, Nora hangs on his every word, thinking of them in relation not to Rank, but to herself. These morbid thoughts inspire Torvald's sense of masculine protectiveness, and he seizes Nora in his arms and tells her how he has often wished that she might be threatened by some great danger, so that he could risk everything for her sake. At these words, Nora is decided, and she tells Torvald firmly that he must now read his letters. He goes in the other room to do so, and she gropes about, throws his domino around her shoulders, and mutters mournfully about the black water, the unfathomable depths, and how she will never see him or her children again. She is about to rush out when Torvald bursts in, letter in hand, and cries out, Nora! And that is where I decided, unconscionably, to break until next time. <laughs>